What up, everybody? What is good? This is the Damn Dude Podcast, Season 2, Episode 21, and this is the show where we have the conversations that need to be had in a way that'll make you think and say, damn, dude. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. The show is ultimately about self-understanding. We're here to help educate, impact, and entertain. So if you guys receive any of that, if this makes you think anything different, laugh, find any value or entertainment out of this, please give us a like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a homie, tell a cousin, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell somebody. (laughs) So what up, you guys? This is, like I said, season two, episode 21. I'm your host, California Cal. I'm not one of those Californians. I understand that breathing fresh air is good for you and that driving alone in your car, wearing a mask, wearing a mask in a grocery store is pretty fucking stupid. So without further ado, let's fucking get into this motherfucker. So we're going to start today off a little bit different. Today's episode, we're going to start it off with a little poem because why the fuck not? And then we're going to dive deep into this. We got some really good fucking topics here the topic plug came through and uh fucking graced us with some really really good shit for this episode so let's uh we're gonna be talking about forgiveness personal needs what does it take what does it mean to forgive and what does it mean what is it what's required and what are some different angles to look at having our personal needs fulfilled so we're gonna dive deep into this like i said so excuse me Let's start this off like this. 2022, this year's been a clusterfuck. Coming home, waking up, I'm finding notices on my door like, what the fuck? CPS, the sheriff, late notice that says your rent is due. I'm in debt up to my neck, like a traveling mechanic, screwed from every angle. How can I maintain and keep my brain stable? Sometimes I can't, so I hop on this podcast and rant. It's me versus me, so I'm practicing being grateful, because if not... This world could turn me hateful. Damn, dude. So I don't know what the fuck made me want to write a poem this morning, but I did. And that was it. So because, man, I've been fucking going through it, bro. And uh, you know what? The best way to get through this shit is just to talk about it. So that's what the fuck we do. And this is also probably why they say uh, instead of uh, it's what uh, I forget the exact joke, but it's something along the lines of. Well, instead of seeing a therapist, women will start a fucking makeup channel and men will start a podcast. So <laughs> this is my makeup channel podcast. Welcome, you guys. <laughs> um, Yeah, man. So let's just fucking jump right into this episode because there's some really good shit. And there's some really important stuff that is very, very relevant to what's going on today, especially considering there's supposedly war going on. There's all this crazy shit going on right now. Um, they're saying World War Three is going on and it's starting in Ukraine. So I don't know. There, there's many different theories, conspiracies and all of that regarding that. So here's something that's actually really trippy. And I just I didn't even plan on sharing this, but I'm just going to share this real quick. Uh, I realize this is written in non-American writing. So <laughs> it's just kind of interesting. And I didn't double check the dates on this, but it, it just looked correct from my memory so somebody you guys can go and fact check this and uh, see if it's correct or not but basically it's a note and i just saw this floating around instagram and it says world war one the date was 
if they wrote it as 28 slash 7 slash 1914, like that's why I said it's not written in American. So we write that differently. We say 728 1914. So they're saying, I don't even know how to read this. It's kind of fucked me up. So let's just do it their way. 28th day on the seventh month of the year in 1914. So 28 plus 7 plus 19 plus 14 equals 68. World War II, the date of that was 9, oh, reading it their way, 1-9-1939. That's 1 plus 9 plus 19 plus 39 equals 68. Invasion of Ukraine, date 24-2-2022. That also adds up to 68. I'm not saying it means anything or it does or it doesn't, but it could, because that's a fucking trip, dude. Like, right? Like, that's Yo, that's a trip. So let's talk about forgiveness and some other shit here. So I want to start off by saying I only feel comfortable and uh, what's the word? Maybe not comfortable, but uh, mm, like I have the ability to speak on this because of some of my personal experiences I've had with things regarding this, such as. There's a couple people in particular that I've forgiven in this lifetime that probably that a lot of people would say I shouldn't forgive or I shouldn't have or they look at it as, wow, I can't believe you did that. That's very noble or whatever. Right. I'm not here for the credit It is more for my own personal peace. Um, and I share this in hopes that this can help others attain their own personal peace. And with such extreme which with such extreme things that happened, hopefully this will lead to more peace in your life because every human wants happiness and every human doesn't want to suffer. Plain and simple. So my best friend Pablo was murdered in 2006. That's what you see on my arm. If you ever see my tattoos, excuse me. So he died on January, February, March, April, May, June, July, July 18th, 2006. Um, It was crazy, dude. So my homie Pablo, he was modern day mm, Batman. He was like real life fucking Batman. Um, And I say that and I'm not even joking. Like he really was like Pablo is the type of guy where here's just one real story. There was this kid. We called him werewolf kid. Everyone called this kid werewolf kid. And Werewolf Kid, this is all in high school, he he was in one of the school hallways and there was like eight kids and they were throwing Werewolf Kid in the trash can. They literally put Werewolf Kid in the trash can and Werewolf Kid's a small little dude with a unibrow and some kind of fang looking teeth. That's why I called him Werewolf Kid. You know, he wasn't gang, he wasn't gang related. He wasn't in the trouble. None of that shit. He was just like a regular kid. So they were stuffing Werewolf Kid into the trash can. Pablo walks down the hall by himself, sees it, and goes and stands up for them. And he's like, hey, hell no. Like, and he went and stood up for this kid by himself with nobody looking against eight people to protect the one kid getting trash canned. And Pablo's like, what's up, homie? Nah, ba da 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 Like, if you got a problem with him, then you got a problem with me, too. You, got, you better throw me in the fucking trash can also. So he goes to square up with all these dudes, and he protects this guy. So after that, werewolf kid's like, yo, like, dude, oh my God, thank you. I owe you everything. Da, da, da. 
So it was kind of cool because Werewolf Kid would, after that, he would hook it up with free lunch and this and that for Pablo and his friend, you know, some of us and whatever. And it was just really cool because, like I said, Pablo, he would fight for what was right and he would defend the people in the lesser position. So my friend Pablo, he ends up getting murdered in 2006. I'm about 20 years old and, uh, it was just, that was one of the hardest times of my life. You know, that was at the same time my other best friend, John John, got murdered. That was at the same time I got cheated on. Same time I broke my skull, neck, and back, dropped out of firefighter school. And, uh, yeah, I, I was just fucked, right? <laughs> so, something that happened was I was able to forgive Pablo's murderers. Now, keep in mind, he got murdered. I mean, there's no accidents in life, but the bullet wasn't intended for him. So basically, him and his homies were trying to buy $20 worth of weed. They were like, nah, this is trash. You're ripping us off. They toss it back in the car. These dudes dip out, go pick up the homie, circle back around, pop, 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 pop. This fool, the dude they picked up just starts shoot, puts his hand over the fucking roof of the car and just starts bucking out the off the off out of the car. Pablo gets hit in the throat fucking bleeds out with two of his other homies well like pablo's the only one that got shot but he was laying there he's with two of his homies and one of them was there that you know they're kind of like dispersed because they're getting shot at and pablo bled out for like 45 minutes in the street on the corner of eagle and reynard in in little italy uh or as he called it wap town say so i go to court for the the Two people who were originally there, not the shooter. The shooter escaped down to Mexico. But the people who were there, the people who killed her, who helped, you know, kill him. I saw them in court. I've told this story before. I was going to attack them. This whole thing, da, 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 da. Fast forward. I do a bunch of meditation. I do a bunch of personal development. Um, you know, different plant medicines. Go to Peru, do ayahuasca. All these different things. And all of that led me to forgiveness. Because me having that pain in my heart and that that hatred and that, oh, when I see these guys, I'm going to fucking kill these guys. I was in my heart to the core. I was ready to kill. And at some point, I just realized I'm just doing to them what they did to me. And this creates this never-ending fucking cycle. And that's not a good cycle. You know? So I realized I, I, that... Dude, it's just killing me to stay ready to kill. To be in this mode of I'm ready to fucking kill these motherfuckers. That, all it did was harm me and make other people upset. And it caused disruption everywhere I went. Because I'm on this continuous hunt. Literally on a fucking, like, manhunt. Like, if I see you, I will kill you. Like, I didn't even give a fuck. I, I could care less about the consequences at the time. And that's when, I, you know, I started piecing life together again. It was like, holy fuck, man. So I was able to forgive them truly in my heart. Like I have no remorse for uh, remorse. No, I didn't mean to say that. I have no hatred towards them. I have no animosity towards them. I have no if I saw them. I would just talk to them. I would ask them questions. You know, I, I, that that's what I would do. I wouldn't punch them. I mean, maybe if they said something, 
that was like straight disrespectful. But still, even then, I wouldn't harm them. Well, maybe. I don't know. But no, <laughs> I'm talking about if they just started talking mad shit on my dead homie, then I would probably have to punch somebody in the mouth. But without that, you know, I'd want to talk to them. I'd want to get into their world. I would want to see and hear their version of it and just have a deep ass conversation and just lay out the effects of what's happened. And hopefully these people can find healing as well. Because it sucks to fucking suffer. Nobody wants to suffer. So in my heart, in my soul, I forgive them. I'm not even mad because it taught me the greatest lesson ever. At the same time, I don't believe that God, the universe, whatever is greater than us, I do not believe that it makes mistakes. And any person, any soldier, any warrior, any baby, any anybody who's called on to the next life, to the next dimension, to the next uh cycle of life to the next rebirth to the next whatever it actually is i want them i want us to all have peace with that you know so that's what that's what we're here to do um you know my ex-girlfriend we're still cool we were together for five and a half years and i hate even saying this because we still talk and we're still cool but it's just what happened. And I'm not going to error out or, you know, all this sort of shit. But it was like, you know, I I definitely pushed her out of our own relationship by me being jealous and me being so, I guess ultimately it was jealous and uh, attached. Every I wanted to know every detail. What guys did you talk to? You know, who hit, who, who'd you hit on? This and there, who hit on you? This and that, like all this stupid shit just because I was so egotistical and I was so not at peace with myself. So I kind of forced her, edged her out of the relationship. And that led to her, you know, seeking fun and shit somewhere else. So it is what it is. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, she ended up getting pregnant by another dude and all this stuff. And that's, that's cool, right? I got nothing but love for her. She was there for me during times that I was like, yo, no matter what, I got your back, dude. There was things she did and, and and instances where she was there when my best friends passed away and all of that that I'm like, yo, dude, she was there when we almost got fucking jumped by like 90 people. <laughs> um, there, it, it, I could go, I think I've told these stories before, but my point is that, yo, for her, I forgive her. I got no hatred, no fucking animosity, no hard feelings. It's nothing but love, but it took a long time to heal from that and to to heal that. Um, same thing with my other best friend, John John. Rest in peace, John O'Day. I I I never seen or known who, but the people who killed my homie, he got stabbed up and they found him in the closet and they say it was over an ex girlfriend or something, or like somebody's jealous boyfriend or some shit like that. Because John John, he was a ladies' man. He was like just such a like clean cut good dude half asian half white he's just like a fuck to me i always saw him as like a hawaiian looking uh van damme like he just with the shit he would whoop your ass he was a good dude military navy the whole thing but he was a bad motherfucker dude like for one he had all the fucking finest girls he could 
whoop your fucking ass so quickly and clean that you wouldn't even know it fucking happened. He would school you at basketball. His drive, his determination was absolutely fucking next level. Um, He loved Kobe. He loved the Lakers. He was just so, he had that Mamba mentality. He really like, he was really, really like that. So I said all that to say this, which is whoever murdered my best friends, it's okay. I love you guys. I understand that you guys are just doing whatever you thought you had to do to protect yourself and to provide peace and happiness for yourself. And as much as it hurts, as much as I miss my friends, as much as I want to control certain situations in life, I, we, you, us, we can't. God, the you know, the universe, life, spirit has bigger things going on than we realize and that we can see or understand. It might take a whole nother lifetime to understand this. It might take several lifetimes. Who knows? We don't actually factually know. We've got different experiences and whatever, but, you know, so the reason, I guess, let me get into this next part of the same topic, which is the question specifically is, what does it mean to forgive? This is perfect. How do we know when we've accepted in a way that we can move forward in a healthy way without holding resentment? Sometimes us not forgiving all the way equals staying connected with that person in the wrong way. Damn, dude. Yo, that's fucking fire. That's deep as fuck. Because what does it mean to forgive? In my personal experience with forgiving the people who killed my best friends, with me forgiving my ex, and there's other people in other instances, but these are just the most prominent ones in my life. What does it mean to forgive? How do we know we've accepted it in a way that we can move forward in a healthy way without holding resentment? Well, I think it's what I just described. And to kind of like add on to that, what does it mean to forgive? Now, without looking up definitions and all that, in my experience and what I believe is that it means you accept what happened and what is for exactly as it is when you ex- when you can accept what what happened and what is for what it is and you have no anger you have no secret resentment you have no like little fucking like tick inside you that's like no 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 like you're just trying to say that you know so i do believe there is work to get to that point and there is a little bit of I don't think tricking yourself is the right word, but kind of like almost convincing, ah, man, this is a tricky one. It's like almost convincing yourself to start practicing forgiveness because I don't think forgiveness is automatic. I think there's certain work we have to do to attain that. So moving forward in a healthy way is like, yo, Whatever the fuck you did, that's on you and your conscious. That's on you and your subconscious. That's on you and your life. That's on you and your loved ones. So it's not even on me. Like, because my best friend got murdered, because my best friends got murdered, because I got cheated on, whatever, that doesn't mean that I need to walk around with hate and anger and pain in my heart. You know what I mean? It's more like 
if you killed somebody, you likely have pain and anger in your heart and confusion. And you're searching for love and acceptance and to some sort of like living better. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to hurt people for the sake of hurting people. It's more for the sake of your own protection and your own, what's that word? Um, I don't know, like for your own perseverance, you know, for your own, um, you know, to protect yourself, to stay alive. And that's why people do stupid shit like that. So, and I know that because I came from that place of like, I'm going to kill these motherfuckers, but it was out of justice. And it was out of standing up for what's right, according to street rules. And it was for standing up for what was right, according to my ego and shit like that. So it's like the the other part of this, which is sometimes us not forgiving all the way equals staying connected with that person in the wrong way. That's exactly what was going on until I decided to forgive myself and, and accept all the pain and then just relinquish it and let it go. So if I didn't forgive and practice the art and act of forgiveness with my best friend's murderers, I would still have this connection to them to this day to where I'm like, fuck these motherfuckers. I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to kill these motherfuckers. That, that doesn't help me or serve me for what I'm up to. If I was out for, for street vengeance and on street rules, then sure, that serves me. I'll go to jail. I'll be fucking proud over it. But that's not what I'm doing. That's not what I'm up to. So in turn, when I forgive, I cut that connection. It's like, yo, I got love for you, dude. I understand that all humans do not want to suffer. All humans just want happiness and peace. And a lot of times people will be shitty or act shitty or hurt people in order to get that peace and to protect themselves. Because once you analyze both sides, neither of them's wrong, but then what they're doing is wrong. Their intention isn't, you know? So it's like, this is how I look. This is how I ended up with the tattoo, love all on my face, is that it's like, when I think about evil people in history, yeah, they might be evil, but at the same time, I like I believe that they wanted what they believed was best, which would equal happiness for them. You know what I mean? Like I look at like, I don't know, like Hitler or something, and I'm like, damn, like, was he just pure evil or was I mean, like, yes, according to what we've learned. But at the same time, I'm not standing up for him or defending him by any any means. Like, fuck that guy at the same time. But what I mean though is that like in his own personal mind, was he true? Is that what he truly believed was what is what would equal peace and happiness was what he he was doing? I think that he probably thought it was, you know, and w- even if it's all fucked up and wrong, like, you know, it's like if you understand something, you can't really be mad at it. So that's kind of like where it's a trip. It's like, OK, I understand that you were trying to protect yourself. You were doing what you know is best for yourself, even if it's not correct, you know, when it's harming other people. So I think that this all boils down to what's literally the next part of this whole question or topic is more importantly, how do we learn to forgive ourselves, especially when we didn't act 
how we wanted to in a situation. I think forgiving others and forgiving yourself is the exact same thing. I don't think that... I don't think you can even forgive others without forgiving yourself. So that's the thing is like, what is there to forgive about myself if that guy killed my best friend? Why do what what do I have to forgive within myself? I didn't fucking do anything. Well, if I'm harboring hate, that's not a good thing. And that's not how I ever want to act in a situation is out of hate. You know what I mean? Like who wants to act that way? I don't think any of us want to act that way. And if I were to act that way, it's because I want justice, which supposedly would make me happy or would make me feel good. You get what I'm saying? Damn, dude. So I would act out of hate in order to attain peace is what happens in the ego mind, in the fired up mind. But really to attain peace, I have to be conscious enough to not act out of hate, rather consciously act out of love and practice that and continue that and spread that and grow that you know what i mean because that's what equals real forgiveness is when we can forgive the hate in our heart that's what it would be to forgive yourself even if you had nothing to do with the situation but if you're harboring hate then now all of a sudden you do have something to do with the situation you know and it's not a personal oh you took my friend it's like what are you going to be mad at god you know what i mean that's crazy, dude. So it's like, yo, it's a fucking trip, bro. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. After these messages, we'll be right back. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. What up, everybody? Welcome, Bicycle. So if you're watching the video, if you guys ever actually get to see these motherfucking videos, uh, you'll notice I put on a sweater. And that's just because I'm cool as fuck. Um, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. I'm just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> so stupid. Um, so, mm, trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to touch on about that. Um, you know, I would say, how do we learn to forgive ourselves? Whether we acted stupid or we were just kind of in that, like, it wasn't necessarily your doing or fault or anything. Um, it's more like you just kind of like you were hurt. And how do you let that go? Or anywhere in be anywhere from that scale to you completely fucked up and you were a complete asshole and a complete dick. And you completely didn't act in a line with how you wanted to. I think it's like. It's just accepting. We have to accept. You know, it's like when we can accept the way that things are for what they are, it puts us in the in a certain place of power. Um, you know, it it really allows us to I don't know. I, I guess when we analyze and we do things and we look inwards. That's when we talk about do the work, you know, it's like that really means like going inside and forgiving yourself, forgiving your parents, forgiving your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad, your grandma, your uncle, your cousin, whoever did you wrong. When you forgive them. That really means you've forgiven yourself, because when you forgive people, you forgive yourself, you forgive the pain. You forego the pain. Does that make sense? I don't know. But. When you can move beyond that, you've accepted it, accepting what happened for what happened, 
And that's just what the fuck happened. You know, like I look at it and it's like, I used to be mad at my parents for whatever the fuck, you know, just, I guess on some teenage shit, but I would be like, man, oh, I hate my parents, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't like, oh, fuck my mom. Like, I wasn't like that, but it was like, I had issues with my parents at certain times and whatever, you know, and for a long time, it was like, I was upset that I grew up in the streets, you know what I mean? But at the same time, that was better than, because my parents were suffering, you know, like they went through so much shit at such a young age that our family, we were fucking struggling for a while, you know, mentally, emotionally, physically, everything, uh, financially. So I'm like, eventually once I healed my own pain, there was nothing to blame them for. You know what I mean? And it's like, my parents, all they did was their fucking best. You know, it's like, and that's the thing is when we all go back and say, oh, well, I could have done this. I would have done that. It doesn't fucking matter. You know, the sentiment is cool. It's like, you know, it shows that you acknowledge that you've grown from where you were. And that's dope. But that's personal. That's for my parents to do. And the shit that I have to do on my end is for me to do. It's not up to my parent. If I'm an adult, if I'm grown, if I'm conscious, it's not up to me to expect my parents to go and heal any of the shit that they did or didn't do that where my expectation wasn't met. It's up to me to accept that's what happened. Now what? You know what I mean? And that kind of removes the animosity. It's like once there's a full on acceptance, there's nothing to be mad at. And how I view things is very strongly. If I understand, I can't be mad. You know what I mean? And that's why that's kind of how I have this love all perspective is that I very easily can put myself in other people's shoes and understand. And once I have that understanding, I'm not mad. And to me, that's acceptance. When you can understand, you've accepted it. You know what I'm saying? Damn, dude. So to move on to the next piece of this is personal needs. We all have different needs and many of us are disconnected from what they are. So they go unmet, physical, emotional, spiritual. We don't really know ourselves till we discover these things. And, you know, sometimes we're not aware of our need. We're not sometimes we're not aware our needs aren't met till we're face to face with it. Is the universe trying to show us something? Well, there's another piece to it. And let's just kind of break this apart for what it is. We all have different needs and many of us are disconnected from what they are. So they go unmet, you know, such as physical, emotional, spiritual needs. We don't really know ourselves till we discover these things. Well, hmm. This takes my brain in many ways, but I want to take this to the most simple understanding and what I know is the right answer. Um, or what at least makes the most sense, I should say. Well, we all have different needs and many of us are disconnected from what they really are. So they go unmet. Absolutely true. The thing is, and I just learned this from the last book I read and it, it this kind of like reset in many different lessons and ways and, and people and books and speakers and whatnot is like, I like I just said, 
I want to tie this all together. We all have different needs and many of us are disconnected from what they are. So they go unmet. And we don't really know ourselves till we discover these things. Well, I think if we boil everything down and we take society out of it, we take culture out of it, we take status out of it, we take money out of it, we take work out of it, we take stress out of it, we take fear out of it. If we remove everything and you're just you by yourself, I'm just me by myself to the fullest capacity that you could be you without outside influence, all beings want happiness and to not suffer. Damn, dude. We, that's what we all want. That's what we all want. We all just want happiness and don't want to suffer. That's it. Whether you're a fucking dog, you're a cat, you're a fish, you're a fucking whatever the fuck. That's why it's like fish will go to the clean water and eat the eat the good food. That's why people try and live good lives. That's why dogs fucking do what they do and cats do what they do. And the whole thing, it's like we all just want happiness and not to suffer. Whether we're coming from one or the other, or we're more leaning towards one or the other. That's the spectrum of life that we can come from. You know what I'm saying? Damn, dude. Like we want happiness or we just want not to suffer. So the thing is, is we don't really know ourselves till we discover these things. And I think that is the whole point. And oh shit, is the whole point and purpose Sorry, I'm just like cussing in the middle. I forgot to set my timer. Um, That's the whole point and purpose is to keep discovering these things. What is it that connects us to happiness? What is it that connects us to the thing that allows us not to suffer? We don't, you know, we don't know ourselves till we discover these things. So I think we'll never really all the way know ourselves until we actually connect to what truly makes us happy and what truly makes us not suffer. Damn, dude. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the beauty of life is to continuously stay on that inquiry and to continuously stay discovering things that make us happy, things that bring us joy. Because here's the thing. I didn't make this up. But this is pretty fucking genius. And it's starting to become more universal knowledge that people hear this phrase and, and whatever. But I learned this in the class, in Landmark, which is when it comes to life and humans, there's three different things. Mm, sorry, not things. There's three different categories that we can understand from, which is now... I'm not, don't quote me exactly from how they taught it. I'm, I'm putting this in my own words, but which is there in life, there's things that we know that we know. What are things that you know that you know? Well, you know, you know how to speak English. If you're listening, listen English, you know, you know how to understand English. You know, you know how to read and write. You know, you know how to drive a car. You know, you know how to play a guitar. You know, you know how to shoot a hoop. You know you know how to use your cell phone. You know you know how to cook rice. You know you know how to drink water. You know you know how to talk. You know you know how to comb your hair. You know you know how to take a shower. So that's one thing. There's the things that you know that you know. The second thing, there's the things that you know that you don't know. Okay? What are things that you know that you don't know? 
Well, me personally, I know that I don't know how to speak Japanese. I know I don't know how to speak Farsi. I know I don't know how to, mm, I don't know, land an airplane. I know I don't know how to do a triple axle on ice skates. I know I don't know how to, although I could do a pretty crappy 360 on some ice skates. I <laughs> see. I know that. I know that. Uh, I know that I don't know how to, I don't know, drive, mm, to drive a fucking cruise ship. I mean, maybe, but like, I, I, I've never done it. So I, I know that I don't know how I know. I don't know how to, um, you know, build a fucking house from the ground up. I like, I get the gist, but I don't actually know. Um, I know I don't know how to make a souffle. I know I don't know how to, uh, do backflips on the, on the flat ground. So those are things that I know I don't know. So we had, so to kind of recap, there's the things that we know that we know. There's the things we know that we don't know. And then there's the third part. And this third category is where we should be living life. But most of us live in these first two categories of the things that we know that we know and the things that we know that we don't know. So, what's the third category? And if we're all just living in this, oh, I know that. No, I, I know I don't know how to do that. I don't do that. I do this. This is what I don't do. This is what I do do. Okay, but you're not actually living. You're just, if you think about that, the things that you know that you know, everything that you know that you already know comes from the past. Everything you know that you don't know comes from the past. And then we're putting that into the future. So if you know that you know how to do this, boom, you automatically slide that. That automatically slides into, well, you know what you don't, you know what you don't know. And that's almost like the future. It's like, well, into the future, I know I don't know how to land an airplane, so I'm not even going to try. I'm going to leave that to the pilots. So that's where a lot of us get stuck in this fucking loop and our personal needs aren't met is because we stay in this what we know, we know, and we know what we don't know that we know. So the third category and the third leg and where we all should be living our life and shifting our perspective to is what we know that we, hold on, <laughs> what we know that we don't know. What does that mean? Damn, dude. Well, you can't know what you, sorry, you don't know what you don't know that you don't know. So what is that? You don't know because you don't know that you don't know it. So what is an example of some, some things that I didn't know I didn't know? Well, I didn't know that I didn't know that all those dates about the world wars added up to 68. I didn't know that I didn't know that. You see what I'm saying? But because I just discovered that, I didn't know that I didn't know that. So now all of a sudden... I see this information. I'm like, whoa, this is new. It doesn't fall into the category of things that I knew that I knew and things that I know that I didn't know. It falls into the category of things I didn't know that I didn't know. Damn, dude. And this leads perfectly into the next thing because there's many, many things that we don't know that we don't know. And that's where life happens. That's the scary feeling. That's where anxiety and this and that gets conquered. Damn, dude. 
is in that world, in that field, in that realm of what we don't know that we don't know. So when we stay on this inquiry of what else do I not know that I don't know? Like, you don't know that you don't know it. You know what I mean? So it's like when you find the the first time, and I mean, shit, I just realized I never actually have. I've had Ruth's Chris steakhouse like delivered to me from a rich rich ex and blah blah blah. but my point is i've never been to an actual fancy steakhouse like a real nice one and but until i had that ruth's chris i didn't know that i didn't know that steak was that fucking good you know what i'm saying damn dude um and this falls into other categories of life too whether it's physical emotional spiritual because check this out. So to tie the second piece into this, sometimes we're not aware of our need. We're not, sometimes we're not aware our needs aren't met till we're face to face with it. Is this the universe trying to show us something? Well, yes, absolutely. And that's the thing is when we stay on the inquiry of what we don't know that we don't know, that allows us awareness to our extra needs that we didn't know we didn't know needed to be met damn dude yo this is fucking deep dude um so think about it this is like uh, we'll keep it pg here um but if you think about like think about like your first kiss and let's say you're in junior high or high school or whatever right and then you grow up you go through whatever the fuck and then you know, you, you've, you're on, you've had multiple girlfriends and whatever, boyfriends, whatever. And then you meet a new, you you know, your latest boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever can really, can kiss really, really good. And you're like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that kissing could be this good. Like, wow, this person blows my mind and rocks my world through their kiss i didn't know that i didn't know that kissing was this cool you know if it, but back in the day it was it, what you know, you get what i'm saying it's like somebody does it better and you're like whoa i didn't realize that was a fucking thing so then it's almost like well i'm not accepting any new girlfriends or dates or boyfriends or whatever the fuck if they're not at this level or higher so then it's almost like it sets new standards for us when we discover new things that we didn't know that we didn't know because now every time you discover something that you didn't know that you didn't know it automatically goes and files into what you know that you know and you and then what you know that you didn't know because you've now experienced it and that's how and the more things you add to your list of things that you know that you know and things that you know that you don't know that means the more life experience that you've lived you get what I'm saying? Damn, dude. So, <clears throat> the last part of this, which is is tied on here too, is like different need, different needs being met can lead to more self awareness and what we truly want from life. Absolutely, and it's like if you look about this example we use, it's like my need. It's like how do I don't say this? It? Like you didn't know that your need of somebody being this type of good kisser was your standard until you've experienced that. It's the same thing with fucking food or, or whatever. I don't know why my brain went to kissing. I think face for face made me think kissing, (laughs) 
It's the same thing with like tacos or Mexican food. And I say that being a super Southern California type of guy, um, you know, because I know Mira Mesa. Oops. Calvin. Whoa, where'd it go? Uh, where did my Sorry. Calvin. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. Where did it go? California Cal. I did I change something? Calvin. What the Sorry guys. I don't know. I was looking for a certain button. I don't know where the fuck it went. I think it got erased. Anyway. <laughs> um Oh, so I noticed it. Because I'm so Southern Californian, Mexican food here is a fucking thing. And like finding the dopest spots is a thing. Because we have like the range of Mexican food in San Diego. If you come from another state and you eat at the worst place here, you're gonna think it's bomb. But when you're here and you live here and you grow up here, it's like, nah, that's actually trash, bro. You got to try this. And then you just keep leveling up and you keep discovering new things that you didn't know about and new things that you didn't know that you didn't know about. So for me, it's like my level of my standard and level of what a taco or a California burrito or carne asada fries or rolled tacos should be is way crazy different because it's like I have so much experience of what I know I know what I don't know I don't know and then what I know that I like and then the things that I don't know that I don't know so I try to stay in that what I don't know that I don't know category of trying Mexican food but because I have so much experience with it it tags into it automatically refers back to well I know that I know this is good and I know that I know that this is not good and then it all kind of like makes sense, right? And that gives me a, a a base to understand this new one I tried is either fire or not fire. <laughs> um, so, like I said, it's like with anything. When you discover, holy shit, this can be life. Holy shit, this can be an experience. Holy shit, this can be food. Holy shit, this can be a kiss. Holy shit, this can be a whatever, a massage. This could be clean cleaning this could be a podcast like you know it's like these new things you're like holy shit that's the new standard i didn't even know so i think when it comes to forgiveness and personal needs we're able to if we're able to understand which of those three categories we're coming from with all of our life our context our perspective we're able to find peace because when we stay on the inquiry and stay in the context and keep our mind in this, hmm, what else is there that I don't know that I don't know? You're living in present time. That's how you be present. That's how we start forgiving is because you we start to understand that, holy shit, right now in this place of newness, I don't know that I don't know this, you'll start to understand, whoa, hate doesn't belong here right now. Oh, jealousy doesn't belong here right now. You put it back where it's filed. Oh, that was in the past. I was just pissed about that. And you heal it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that made me happy. So I'm going to put it back there. But I got to create a new experience for myself. You can't just keep repeating the same experience and expecting it to be happy, 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 you know? So it's like if you read, if you listen to the same song the first couple times versus like the 4,000, 4th, Four thousandth, four thousandth time, the song's not as good. The four thousandth 
time as it is the first 40 times. You know what I mean? And that's because it's like you already know what you know about it. And then you already know what you don't know about it. And then it's like what you there's nothing left of what you don't know you don't know about it. You know, certain songs take a long time to listen to to get the message, to get the feeling, to get the to get the whole point, to understand the lyrics, all of that, you know. It takes a while, it takes some work to to interpret and develop and pick it apart. So that's kind of like it kind of gets stale. So now it's like, well, what other types of songs are there? What other type of music is there? Because I want to I want to experience something new again. I want to experience something fresh. And that can only exist inside the world of what you don't know that you don't know yet. Everything else you've already experienced. So it goes the same things with feelings, emotions, habits, actions. And this is stuff like I have not perfected, but I'm working on and I continue to and I, I keep trying to grow it, you know. Um, so I just go back to if we removed this whole podcast episode and everything I just described it's all going to boil down to all beings want happiness and to not suffer. Damn, dude. Plain and simple. So it's like, why is Russia invading Ukraine? Well, the Russians want to be happy and they don't want to suffer. So they think whatever action they're taking is going to equal that. And then Ukraine's got to do what they got to do. And they're, they don't want, they want to be happy and they don't want to suffer. So they got to do what they got to do. So sometimes if that means sometimes if being happy and avoiding suffering means going to war and fucking fighting, sometimes that's what people will do to get to that understanding and to get to that respect and to get to that way of being, you know, it's like they take drastic measures. So in my opinion, I think all of war and all this stuff is just the balance of life. I think it's necessary the same way light needs day and day needs, sorry, light needs dark and dark needs day it's like dark wouldn't be dark without light and light wouldn't be light without dark they both exist equally on this planet and in this universe to just be exactly that you know what i mean and it's like let's say if we take light and dark and we we relate that to light as being good and dark as being evil like, oh, is it, you got a dark soul, dark ways of being, you know, like, it's not bad. It's only bad in contrast and comparison to light. But when you can stand in the both of them and you understand it's not bad, like, I have love all tattooed on my face and I believe that to my core. At the same time, that doesn't mean that I won't punch you in the fucking face if that's what's required to protect somebody. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, it, that doesn't mean that I won't tell you, fuck you, like get fucked. If that's what's required to stand up for what's right or stand up for somebody who is, you know, like not in a good place or, or in a position to protect themselves very well. So that's where that that's where it's like, all right, that darkness of being like, well, fuck you, I'll punch you in the fucking mouth is a. Uh, is a good thing. So I'm trying to take a picture of my camera so I could see the time on it. Cause I miss, uh, <laughs> I have my timer is off. Um, but you see what I'm saying? It's like, they both exist equally. 
it's yin and yang. It's the same through, I don't know what they call it, but in Peru, they have a representation of yin and yang. And it's kind of like this, it's almost like a cross with extra corners in between the things, but it's all symmetrical. I don't even know how to explain it, but like, it's the same representation. It's light, dark, light, dark, light, dark, light, dark, light, dark, all equally with the, with the hole in the middle. Um, but it depicts the same thing. Um, and many other teachings depict the exact same thing. It's like light is equal to dark and inside all light is a little bit of dark and inside all dark is a little bit of light. And that equals balance. And that equals neutral without war and fear and all of that. What would love be? It wouldn't mean anything. It's only due to the contrast that it means anything. So I think when we look at ourselves and we go inside, well, our personal needs, forgiveness and our blame on others creates a personal contrast and we can kind of dictate well you know what within this there's got to be this and within this there's got to be this i accept you know i take it in and understand that our own personal needs will only be met by staying in a state of inquiry and not knowing you know what i mean like not knowing and i don't mean not knowing just being dumb and aloof And I actually used the word aloof correctly. I used to get called that a lot. Um, And I used to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Because there's certain things where I would just go aloof. It was like before there would be conversations, especially with ex-girlfriends, where it was about empathy or compassion. And it was just just so over my head because I didn't get that shit whatsoever. But I get it now. I'm getting it. And I'm practicing. So... (laughs) Really, we all want happiness. We all don't want to suffer. What is it inside of you that brings and provides uh, and brings forth happiness? And what are your actions that create not suffering? Are they good, positive, which and, and curious in ways that will take you there? Or are they taking you further from there? You know what I'm saying? It's like, are you adding to your own suffering? Are you adding to somebody else's suffering? Your happiness shouldn't equal somebody else's suffering. And somebody else's suffering shouldn't equal your suffering. Somebody else's happiness also shouldn't equal your happiness. Your happiness should equal your happiness because that's what serves you and that's what's going to serve your needs. You know what I'm saying? Damn, dude. So stay on the inquiry. Understand what you know that you know. Understand what you know that you don't know you know. And then understand that there's this entire world that exists around you constantly, 24-7, of physical and in thought and spiritual and mentally, of things that you don't know that you don't know. Damn, dude. That's the fucking shit right there. You know what I mean? That's the answer to everything. That's how you discover more. That's how you discover new places. That's how you discover new ideas. How you discover new personal needs, what you like, what you don't like. You know what I'm saying? So, damn, bro. I feel like uh we went in on this episode. We got we got uh we got pretty deep here. So, that was pretty fucking cool. Um I hope you guys have a beautiful fucking day. I got I don't even know what the fuck. I got so much shit to do. <laughs> But uh, I love you guys. Much love. Have a beautiful day. Peace.
Damn, dude. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. Yes, yeah, son. <laughs> Much love, guys. Have a beautiful day. Peace.